Nobody Talks Shidduchim Podcast. 62 Smoking Vices and the Real Madmen of Shidduchim. I am here today. Avery is joining us. Avery, thank you for coming. Yeah. Okay, no, I can do it again. Um, we have Ahuva. Avery and I are happy to welcome Ahuva Shandleman, uh, a.k.a. Holy Shid, is back. Ahuva, thanks for coming on again. Oh, my God. Thanks for having me. And this time, the entire Shid and NTS shid world, you know, they were demanding, bring her back and give her the whole episode from the other episode. And that's what we're doing now. That's what we're doing now. We're just, we're, we're giving you the platform here. So that's it. We we had a lot of other guests who were requested to come on and we said, no, no, no. We owe it to our followers. So wow. Wow. Pressure's feel, on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Feel very, very honored. Okay. Um, so we're going to talk about Smoking Vices, Real Mad Men of Shaduchim, um, right after this break. Hi, it's Hani from the Nobody Talks Shaduchim podcast. Dating sites are a bit technical and so tedious to operate. Now, there's an all-new way to get access to Shaduch resumes and meet that special somebody. The Shaduchim group on WhatsApp by Shachim Shifi has hundreds of guys and girls' resumes posted to it. Resumes are posted, and you can contact whoever posted that resume if you're interested in going out with that person. The group has dozens of matches made every week. To join the group, WhatsApp 443-333-7363 to join the Shidduchim WhatsApp group by Shadchan Shifi. All right, six, um, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I think this is 62, no? You'll have to edit that. 62, right? 62. Oh, 62. We're actually at six, episode 62. Um, and this episode, you know, Avery and I are going to discuss um, with the gang. <laughs> There's no gang. It's just a who and that. Um, we're talking about smoking and vices, right? The year is 2022. And you can smoke pot, but not a cigarette, right? You can have a cigar, but not a cigarette. You can eat unhealthy kugel and chalent. That will kill you. It'll give you a heart attack. That's going to give you body shame. But you can, uh, you can't vape. That's not acceptable, especially around young children. So it's abundantly clear that our society has taken this drastic measures and changes on vices that what we used to indulge in. We used to indulge in this. You know, if you watch those old TV shows, everyone's smoking a cigarette. Everyone's, you know, doing something that you can't do today. They're drinking, right? Um, so what's the gals and guys, what's the therapist's perspective on this? And that's what we're going to get into today with Ahuva. Um, so a lot, lots. <laughs> I have so much to say, but Avery. In context of Shaduchim, right, that's the conversation we're having. All these yeah. things, smoking, drinking, only in that context. Yeah, drugs. that's 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 the show. That's the show. We're not. Yeah. Uh, we're not like getting into. We're the not getting into the deep philosophical science. Philosophy, yeah, yeah, the, reasons the, of why the vaccine people. stuff. No, no, no. It's not. Should you not be doing it? Again. So, within context of shidduchim and shidduch dating, right? People, you normally, right, in the vast majority of people, I like saying that who do shidduch date, use, um, have smoking down. Right, girls, especially that I know of, has smoking down as one of the criteria of the type of person that they won't date. This is my experience. I know I've been asked by girls, by Shatranim, do you smoke in the past? Do you vape? Do you, uh, does he drink? Do I go to Kiddish's? <laughs> you know, and, um, and you're uh, like, yeah, I'm normal. And I, of course, I do that. No, I, I don't do it myself. I personally, I don't smoke. I don't. I don't really drink. You went to the kid. I don't drink that much. Like I'll drink socially. You're well here there. Yeah. In that sense and, and that type of stuff. But like at the same time, like I always thought about it, like that wasn't the way I took out my anxiety and my stressors. You know, I always did it in a different way. I play basketball. You know, I, I go to the gym, you know, I work, um, I work but is out. That, is that fair to say 
Um, Ahuva, is that fair to say yeah. that, oh, it's just anxiety-driven and nerve-driven and stress-driven? Is that fair to say? No, it's not fair yeah. to say. Shema, you, Avery, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it's, <laughs> I'm not saying it's just driven based off of anxiety and stress. It comes from many things. It comes from no, we know. peer just, pressure we know and, you're and on the whole Well, I think that we have cult, like a lot of cultural you know, norms you okay. know, where things that happen within our culture – if you take a step out and look in, you're like, whoa, what's going on? Kiddish club might be one of them. The way men will drink in mm. front of their own children, you know, yeah. the way people get be passed out in shul, like in a hallway. Right. Like my husband has come home from shul and be like, oh, my God, I went upstairs to, <laughs> to check something. And Mr. Whoever was plastered Friday mm. night during during um, davening. In the women's section. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? So I I see that s- snapshot as very different than somebody enjoying a shot or two at Kiddush with people over their chalent. Mm-hmm. I see that very different culturally. Right. Okay. So should that preclude someone from like getting a date with someone else? Say they have a, they're drinkers, they're smokers, and that is something that's been done in their generational pastime right other cultures have this as well yeah. irish people are known for you know their uh thursday morning and, and saturday morning drunk coffees irish whiskeys and, and irish coffee all these things like it's a cultural yeah, yeah. It's, it's something that's been passed down into the from culture yeah uh mostly modern yeshivish yeshivish culture so so what's the fear they're asking okay when people ask a lot of questions yeah. in shidduchim they're they want to rule out rule out Things that would point to a long-term relationship not working out. Mm-hmm. So when they're asking, does he drink? Does he smoke? Does he get high? Basically, they're generalizing a like, addictive behavior. And they're saying that any form of that behavior could lead to that bad, bad type of behavior that would interrupt a long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. But it's just not true. Like you can ask about a girl. Is she high maintenance? Oh, I always hear that. What do the guys want to know? What are they scared of? They're scared that the girl's spending habits are going to interrupt the peace and harmony of their long-term relationship by getting in the way of their financials. Mm-hmm. They want to know if they're taking on something that's long-term not going to work out. So I think it's like these nitpicky questions that don't really get to the core of who a person is is our fear-based. And you can't really know. You're not going to know what you're not supposed to know, right? Which brings me, you know, I, I did go live with Mr. Shid like twice in my life. Yes. And one of them was about this. Yes, I would not have dated. Mr. Shid, for those of the uh, li- our, our listeners who don't know who that is, is? My husband. Yeah, her of husband. Of course. Yeah. Shout Mr. out. Mr. Shid. So I didn't know that he used to smoke. I didn't even think to ask. I wasn't a resume picker. Like I was 24 looking to get married and I didn't know that he smoked until after we got married. I had no idea. I probably would have said no because, Mm. (laughs) because I'm grossed out of the idea of like kissing a smoker. It just grosses me out. And he was like a real smoker or was he just someone who like, like to indulge? In, you know, the occasional, more than occasional No, cigarette. I think it was like a daily thing. It was a daily thing, I yeah. can't even close my eyes and imagine him buying a pack of cigarettes or holding a pack of cigarettes in his hands. I've never seen it. Wow. I can't imagine him wow. having a cigarette between his fingers. Is that the way out? Is that the way just to keep it quiet and secret and just not to tell them or not make a big deal about I, it? I don't know. It worked for us. I don't think deception is great. Yeah. I mm-hmm. had no idea and he hasn't picked up a cigarette since he met me. So it worked out. So it worked out. Yeah. But but what are people thinking? Like, I don't want to marry a smoker. Does it gross them out? Are they not attracted to that? Do they not want their house and their cars and their clothing to constantly be smelling of smoke? Mm-hmm. Are they concerned about their long-term health? Do they not want to be widowed at a young age? Do they want their children to have a father into old age? Obviously, yeah. we can't guarantee any of that because life can't. can happen. But <laughs> I do think that when in Shadokim, tell me what you think, people are are asking this out of fear and anxiety. Mm-hmm. So they want to try to rule out everything that could potentially show up later on and cause pain. I would I would, I would take it 
in just the opposite way. Like if you don't have a vice, if you don't have an apparent, uh, apparent, um, a parent, meaning like a clear vice that you show to the world, what's wrong with you? What's wrong? There's something, you're not Mr. Perfect, you know, or she's not Miss Perfect. So a guy who's, you know, he's able to drink, he's able to smoke, like we know that 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 bro's problem. Like, all right, mm-hmm. like we see it, you know, it's there, whatever, but he's treating it. He Like clearly there's something that maybe we can do for him. But someone who's not like, oh, get that stuff away from me. Oh, I, ha- I you know, I don't want to be around that person because like, I don't know. Like, so what is your thing? Like, mm-hmm. are you going to abuse your wife? Right. Well, well, well are I'm, you going to beat your kids? Do you just, do you just like is abuse get thrives? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say so. Yeah. Like who knows? Or like maybe he just like, you know, goes to the pizza shop late at night and just like pounds a pox of pizza. You know, so and you're no one saying knows. if you're not out in the open about the things you enjoy, yeah, then you're closeted. Yeah, closeted. And you know what? I think a lot of Gen Zers will relate to that, and and I think and millennials would also like lower and you know younger millennials. What I I'll go back to you know my yeshiva days, IJ, on this <laughs> is that the yeshiva days, days, the the younger days, is to think about the personalities and the characters of the people generally who were the smokers, who were you know, doing drugs who were using those vices at an earlier age who were vaping, who right. were drinking. And those kids were always, in my mind, associated with somebody who's, you know, rule like breaking the rules. Yeah. Bad who's guy. not following bad guy. along the path that the more, you know, properly um, behaved and mannered kids would have done. You know, that's where my line of thinking would have been, you know, or at least was, you know, despite them, you know, having more experiences, but, but that's, that's where my line of thinking was. And then, you know, so that's why I don't think of, I don't necessarily think that that's the correct way to look at things anymore. Right. I don't think there's really anything wrong with these kids having had experiences back then, that's as long as it doesn't, appropriate, actually. yeah, like if, if anything, that's it's, when it should happen, right. If anything, you should be doing that. Right. And it's I'm a not saying you should, should be yeah. doing that, but that's the appropriate <clears throat> age for exploration. Yeah, right. So I think that a lot of people like stay the course, and then all of a sudden they're married and you know with a kid or two, and then they're like doing those things. Then when it's just like <laughs> not as appropriate. I don't know if that's the right word mm-hmm. for for being the man of a house to be responsible for children to have a wife at home to be holding down a job. That becomes problematic. So if mm-hmm. you if I hear mm-hmm. of a guy that you know, oh yeah, he was sort of like, you know, doing his thing in yeshiva, but mm-hmm. really, you know, really menched out. Right. I, I'm into that. I think there's, I think there is still a problem with it though. I really do. I think that there's, the problem is that these people who have those, you know, they, they use smoking, drinking and whatever as the substances, right. At the younger age to, um, to, to be their, you know, addiction for the time being right while they're younger they end up, you know, flipping out or not flipping out, whatever. And then immediately, those are the kids who end up in relationships, right, with girls. A lot of times this happens. It, it, I know many people like this, right? They end up in relationships when they're 19, 20, 21, 22, because they flip out, they're in yeshiva, and they don't have those vices anymore to use. And they end up in relationships that become their addiction. And they end up mm, in addictive yeah. relationships with women and I've, I've seen it firsthand. Like, and, and then they end up abusing them, like they abused drugs, cigarettes, alcohol. And I think that's another problem that we have in the firm community where we have this extreme 180 on these kids. And you think, oh, wow, what a kid. Like he really start, he gave up starts, everything. The cycle starts again. Right, and it creates this the new cycle. cycle. And I think then. I see it yeah. with not yeah. my parents' generation, but maybe a little bit younger than that. A lot of parents who were, you know, alcoholics or just you know, verbally abusive and, you know, just were in bad relationships or the type of people that had that pattern happen to them. Interesting. When you say abusive relationships, do you mean like codependent? Like they're utilizing Mm -hmm. their relationship with their spouse in a way that they would have used alcohol, smoking, weed? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Many times you'll see it with guys in particular, like they'll, they'll use their wife as like a 
sort of a model, a trophy. Like they trophy use and abuse. Like you can't use it too much. Like they won't have any separation. Mm-hmm. Is what like I what the, I've seen. The spouse is there for their benefit, essentially. Yeah, for their use, for right. their pleasure, for their benefit. exactly. Like you have to be part of my, you know, my business operation. You have to, you know, you have to come to all of our, you know, parties or. Um, you're, you know, something you're an like accessory that. to my life, essentially, and that yeah. well, that's what the vice was, right? Like, yeah. I, I think you have a very keen insight on that, and basically, the premise would be, yeah, you have a bunch of guys, and 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 you know, mm-hmm. mostly guys in this sense, and that's what we're, you know, it's a real madman of Shadokim here, but mostly guys, they're smoking, they're drinking, they're doing some kind of drugs. So they have this vice. This is their. This is how they release themselves, and then they get married. And for whatever the reasons are, they have to give it up because that's for some reason that's the problem in their life. Mm-hmm. And instead of actually working on whatever trauma or problems they've had, they just blame. Oh, it's the cigarette. It's the beer. Right. It's the kiddish club. And what happens is, is that they stop that and makes them worse. And all they do is, you know. Uh, uh, just scream at the wife, or they force smack their around kids, the kids. Or they do it to the kids, like and they, they say, just start the circle right. over. Right? You know, the it's kid that, has that, to be. That, you know, they or they turn their kids. They turn to helicopter parents. Also, mm-hmm. what I've seen too, like it's they turn to like their parent. Their kids are have to get the best grades, and they're all over yeah. them oh, doing God, their homework, yes. and they're all over. Yeah. Everything I want to. I want to just differentiate. Them. Okay, yeah. I think that what teenagers do is not necessarily indicative of them becoming addicts Mm -hmm. in the future i think it's very developmentally appropriate for teenagers to be curious and want to try things and not necessarily because their life is so bad because it's available because Mm -hmm. it's social because i saw it i heard about it everyone's doing it it's socially acceptable Mm -hmm. again in our circles in the yeshiva world it's not right Mm -hmm. but in outside the jewish community it, it, a high school kid that smokes oh, up yeah. behind the bleachers is not necessarily going to be a drug mm-hmm. addict. It's normal. It, it's normal. It's part Let of the kid growing have up. Fun. Mm-hmm. So I just want to differentiate between kids, teenagers, um, you know, having these types of experiences for the first time and behavior that's indicative of an addictive personality. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Which is what you were just talking about. IJ. Alcohol, smoking, sex, porn, shopping is is not the problem. It's the cure to another problem that becomes a new problem. So you take away those things. You're not better. You just are left with your problem. So then what happens? Do you deal with your problem or do you find the next thing to keep you from facing your problem? Mm. And I think that's (laughs) the fear. That's the fear in Shadduchah. Can you say that there's always going to be some other problem that comes up? It was not just in Shadduchah. Like, you know, for example, somebody who's got, who's, you know, uh, in Shadduchah and used to smoke, gave it up. Right. His next problem is now he's, you know, full-time attorney. He's working 120 hours a week. That's his new form of addiction. Like he still has to figure out how to balance life with all the other, you know, the Jewish stuff. Or somebody who's in yeshiva, who's a serious learner, right? I'm not calling people in yeshiva or in Lakewood addicts, but in some way there is this addiction to, like, learning, which, like, sometimes can supersede reality. Or, like, you're learning to the point where, like, you don't realize that there is a world going on. Like, hold on a second. Like, you know, people will learn to the point, like, maybe their wife is literally carrying their entire household mm-hmm. and they're oblivious yeah. entirely. So Learning, and by the way, working at times can be a very like um, kosherized, you know, um, socially acceptable types of addiction. Yeah. It totally oh my God, is. he works totally so is. hard. He's, you know, trying to right, be a partner. Right. Or he, and and we know, by the way, us singles, when we go to the, you know, we go over there for Shabbos or whatever, and like the wife tells us that we know we know what your face is saying. Mm-hmm. I wish he can be home more, mm-hmm. but you know mm-hmm. he's not. Yeah, <laughs> like and, that's what it is. And let's <laughs> talk, you know we could mm-hmm. talk about the women too. I think that sometimes um, dieting and fitness oh, can yeah. also become. Oh, I like addictive. that. That could be the equivalence. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that could be so true. what you do to not confront what 
what's really going on right. and what the problem is. Yeah. You just control, you deprive, you keep moving, you stick to your It's regiment. sad. We have like a lot of, you know, children getting married and like they stay like a child up here. Mm-hmm. Like that's just what it is. Like they can't, they just can't get to solving those problems. Well, maybe they were never invited into adulthood by a never, healthy yeah. person, yeah. healthy mm-hmm. mentor, yeah. coach. And teacher. I'm rooting for the couple. Like I hope you guys, I hope you two could do it, right. you know. And by the way, some couples are very happy that they each have their vice. Yeah. You do you, I do me. Oh, we'll I love meet those. Home. Can we talk more about <laughs> those people? Oh, yeah, me. what do you want to know about these people? Well, how oh, do you get to that where point? Where they exist? They're everywhere. Where do they yeah. not exist? I feel you like it's. I tell you what. I feel like that? I feel like the only people, and I, and, I, and I'll be very like can't candid here. Um, like it's basically the heavy smoking drug addict guys who have that open mind and. It's probably girls who just can't get a shit off date for their life. Who, who? That's who's open-minded. Is it? Do I have that correct? I mean, I mean, that's what the notion would be out there. No, Avery. No. Why would that be? Wow. Who? Who? Who's met a, an amazing person? I mean, aside from myself. Yeah. We're like, oh yeah. If she smokes, no worries. It's all. It's all good. Or like, if if she has a shopping addiction. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Don't worry about it. I'm, I'm, I, I, I know I guys her. that want that. They want that. They want that trophy wife. They want yeah. that accessory to right. what they're doing. And that I don't mind fine. it. It I wouldn't bother it. them. Meaning it doesn't like, bother yeah, them. Doesn't They'll make the money to cover it. Let her yeah. do her. She'll bother wow. me less. She's happy with, you know, the yeah. new wardrobe, the new belt, the new bag. It wouldn't work for you it's and easy. I. But it would, it's it, easy yeah. if you don't want to have an intimate relationship. Same thing with the workaholic. Mm-hmm. The yeah. female workaholic. Somebody yeah. who's, you know, I, we met, we went to Shabbaton a few, like a month or two ago. And I would say like, a third of the girls were in like medical school or like a very serious professional school looking for a very serious professional degree. And that works for a lot of guys. It wouldn't work for a guy like myself or I think, I, I think it works for very little guys. Well, I, there, I guess I don't think, well, it works for some guys, but, but it wouldn't work for me because like, you know, like obviously I'm looking, not obviously, but it's just not the type of personality within a girl that I'm looking for. I'm not looking for someone who's going to spend that much time at work. Because I'd rather have somebody who's available to actually, you know, parent their children uh, when they have the time. But that's another form of addiction and um, possibly. Okay, let, let's let's put it out I'm there because I'm sure not, like but girls are addicted to studying. Yeah, I'm sure some of our yeah, listeners want to like crawl through their iPhones and just like rip our heads Attack. off right now. So let's Good. make a differentiation. I think they will. Yeah. Um, I once heard this. I wish I remember where so I can quote it, but maybe people will comment. Um, with vices, a great question to ask is, is it a treat or a treatment? Are you doing it because you enjoy it and it feels good and it's pleasurable, which is a healthy part of life to to have pleasure? Or are you doing it to quiet something else or to avoid confronting something else? So the same behavior from two people, one could be adaptive and one can be maladaptive. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say anyone who goes to medical school, that's another addictive behavior to not blah, 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 blah. honestly, I'll give you another example. I, I well, hold on. I disagree because I think it comes from a place. How many from how many girls in general? How many where does it come from? Where are from Jewish girls going to medical school? Where's the idea of them going to medical school coming from? It's coming from that fear, right, that they need to get make a certain amount of money. Not now. What? That's yeah. the last oh, place I sure. go to make money. Lawyers, female yeah. lawyers. Where does that come from? Jewish female lawyers. It's hot. Maybe medical school. Well, what, oh, well, 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 what about like an accountant, right? Account like you know, Jewish female so accountant. Money, Jewish female lawyers. Right. Some kind of it comes uh, from protection. the fear of having to have a stable, solid. Career. So Avery's basically making this uh, argument that that's my. It doesn't just begin. Not every at case. Obviously. Cigarettes and 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 you know uh, uh, wine. Right, yeah. but it kind of like um, it's it's fomented from from what you what degree you want to go for, what what where you want to study, what do you want to work as? Like it even mm-hmm. begins from there. But I disagree I hear with that. you, Avery. I, hear I, that. I I know. I think that's a vice, also. Yeah, I would I would say it is. What if there's a girl who and had cancer can as a child, mm-hmm. and they said, "I'm I'm gonna no, that's gonna fine." And we're not we're not fight we're not talking about those. I but I'm just saying, is yeah. that addiction based? Is that financially based? 
Well, what about no, the... No, that's not... But that's... I think the general... I'm generalizing, obviously. Okay. And I think generally, in our community, you know, the careers we take are based off of fear, based off... are fear-based because of tuition prices, because of cost of living, because of those things. And I think that's where... That's the reason we end up... So you know, that's obviously interesting. The joke, Jewish that, doctor and lawyer accountants. Yeah. That's kind of why we end up like... That like could that. be... Or maybe, like you're saying, a fear that a man won't take care of them. And maybe that's part of the reason why right. many girls are looking for guys that are, you know, well-educated or have great jobs. And they're going to mm-hmm. turn away people that they feel won't be able to support them in that way. There's a lot of fear in dating. I think you're right. Yeah. I don't yeah. think that all professions especially the way you're sort of mm-hmm. I like the thought process. I thought yeah. but but let's bring it back to the vice the 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 uh, some other topics we have here. But so true by the way. I think it's a very good point and I would agree with uh, Avery 100%. Like I, I don't I agree. Really would. But yeah, <laughs> no, let's it's good. disagree. No, but yeah. That's okay. I we st- but we still, happy we still love I you, think you it's know? very that's, that's, possible. I think I could have a client that comes sits on my couch and she's going to medical school and it comes from a very fearful place. I agree right, with that. Right. Do that's I think what it's we're always kind of that way? Yeah. No. The same thing with vice. No, no, but we're not we're, not we're, always coming We're talking from majority. A, we're saying majority of shidduch shidduch daters out there or at least you know the uh the ex expatriates <laughs> the ex shidduch daters out there that's who we're that's who we're referencing or and some of the, and people in shidduch basically everybody where yeah like you have no right to look at a guy who yeah. is struggling with, with smoking or drinking or whatever and then say well that's a weak person, shame and have whatever right. give him a chance. Meanwhile, you're doing the exact same thing and just burying it in your books, burying it in the career, burying it in, you know, making your uh, making your home a certain way, or, or burying it at some point. And, and we have and we have the confirmation once they get married. It's like, mm-hmm. oh look. Okay, can we talk about chesed volunteering? <laughs> well, I see oh, this yes. huge oh, with the girls. Oh, see, this is yeah. A, yeah, let's huge go ahead. with the That's girls. another one. Oh yeah. Well, one last thing on that point chesed, though, chesed, from from before, like naturally, a woman you would think, and it was like it was like this hundreds of years ago, right? That they were home taking care of their children, and that's sort of the natural inclination for a girl. And if they can do it, that would be their ideal. And you don't hear that from girls as much anymore. That's sort of why. Like, I wouldn't, you don't hear that. You just hear that they just want career. And, and, and many times with these girls that we're referencing to, like the Shabbatones, like, you would like to hear, and a guy would like to hear that this is their number one. Like, okay, being a parent, that's your number one, being a mother. You know, that's their main But that career, means that main they job. need to express to the girl that they are, Willing and able and competent enough to support that, yeah, fully, of course, and to respect the woman equally right. in that role, yeah, maybe even more. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe part of why girls don't want to be stay-at-home moms is because that wasn't happening in the house. Yeah, never. That's why you're, yeah. you know, you're spending my money all day. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm not spending time. I'm raising the children and we have expenses or, or just not feeling as respected. Like, where's my dinner coming home? Where's my dinner? Well, oh, I, yeah. I just yeah. finished bath time, oh finished God. bedtime, <laughs> had 17 tantrums, and I'm really sorry, mm-hmm. but. A lack of, there's a lack of value. To lack people. of value. So girls want to be valued. Right. So if they find a guy that would value, that would make them feel like a queen being at home with the children on that front, maybe <laughs> things would be different. But how do you break that? Well, they, I don't know. If I, I, uh, I agree in a very, you know, the la, 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 la land yeah. kind of world. But no, really, I, I think at this point, they which just is want, why girls are going out to work. Yeah, no, but yeah. they just want, um, they want to like fill that void that they didn't get growing up or that they saw, you know, that the mother or father didn't have, they didn't, have they didn't get and that's and then just, they're just looking they just they'll take whatever guy they can find to fill that void so for example yeah like let's say that was a big issue they that this girl would come home and she get into a fight with her mother or whatever food and clothes and and like now she just needs a guy to just cover that mm-hmm. she, i just need a rich guy or a guy who's not even rich just spends the money that this is you know after after a few hundred girls this is what i have to say about it or the mother was put down, put down because she didn't work. Yeah, you know. Thing. Yeah. So yeah. But let's move on from that because um, I want to get more but, into the vices yeah. here. But so you were saying chesed was a vice. I oh, love it. Yeah. I, you called it out. I'm so freaking happy. 
Tell us more. You could always count on me. That tell us more. That's so true. And That's by the so way, true. I see this with married women too. But uh, yeah, well, we could talk yes. about the singles and because we're talking about a dating scenario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see this with married women of yeah. all most ages. guilty, most guilty is them. Huh? The the throwing themselves into chesed project after chesed project. You know, the house is burning project. down and the kids are messed up. <laughs> totally. but, but that's just even in marriage. But let's even say in dating. Yeah. So in dating, I mean, so so part of what you were saying, Avery, is like a, a girl's natural inclination is to want to give and to nurture, right? So if you don't have a family yet and you don't have a husband yet, chesed opportunities, be it high lifeline or I'm sure there's a million others that I'm not thinking of right now is a great opportunity. Why not? You, you might have time and you might have talent and nurturing and love to give. Do chesed with it. It's amazing. But I have seen it cross a line where you're not facing certain things or you're numbing out by always being busy with the next chesed thing. Yeah. Overnights at hospitals, yeah. night after yeah. night after night after night. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, sure, I had yeah. somebody close to us, a guy actually, that was doing major, major stuff with a certain chesed organization. And we used to joke with him that he was married to this organization. It wasn't really a joke. <laughs> now, it again, was. was it? Was it pleasurable and fun and a great place to put his extra time as a single guy? Yeah. Was mm-hmm. it getting in the way of what he really wanted is the question. I think at a certain point it was. Bingo. Bingo. That's when it becomes Bingo. an addiction, when it's getting in the way of the things that you really, really want. Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. How, how would you correlate that to something like drinking smoking whatever it may be because does that really get in in the way like sometimes it might not i mean that's the difference i think with an actual real vice a physical vice yeah it can get in the way like here's an example um somebody pre-games before they go out that's avery avery right over here Pre, biggest pre-game he's pre-gaming with his uh, only when i go out with you with his espresso only with you yeah (laughs) only with this um Pre games to be able to like, I guess be more chill when, when they get right to get to, to, to wh- get whoever rid of the social anxiety right? and the nerves. And but then maybe they overdo it and can't even enjoy what they ended up going to because they were so <laughs> tipsy or not feeling well or spent the night in the bathroom because they drank too much. Like yeah, that got that, in yeah. the way. What you really want is connection and to have a good time and to be social. And mm-hmm. you were trying to use this vice alcohol to loosen up to have a great time and in the end Mm -hmm. you spent the night in the bathroom so it got Mm -hmm. in the way of what you really really wanted you have a problem on your hands especially if this keeps happening over and over and over again i'll tell you another example i was in barnea with a friend Mm, nice place favorite place did you go because we spoke about it last time on the podcast probably can we go (laughs) after this please i need a pink lady (laughs) um my vice the pink lady at Barnea. I'm the pink lady. Um, okay. And Mr. Shade should be listening. Yeah, oh, he knows. <laughs> um, so we're sitting outside, my friend and I, and we see the same three guys from a certain table getting up, I swear, every 10 minutes for a five-minute smoke. Your smoking is getting in the way. Mm. Of you being able to sit down together, maybe their wives are there, maybe other guys, and just enjoy a two-hour dinner at a beautiful restaurant. You spent most of your night outside Outside. puffing. In in, in 30-degree weather. Right. Well, that's probably why they were going up, because their wives were at the table. It could be. I mean, here's here's the main, obviously. like Everyone goes out to a restaurant. The first thing we all do, we go on Instagram. We show off. We're not enjoying the moment. We're taking videos and pictures and whatever. And we're with friends. And we, we all, I mean, everyone does this to an extent. Yeah, but we're, yeah. we're addicted to likes. We're addicted to are. viewers. You're addicted to likes, addicted to viewers. We're totally addicted. It's terrible. And it's really, it's something that uh, you see it in, in all the community, in, mm-hmm. in the firm community. It's prevalent. Yeah. Beyond prevalent. Yeah. Beyond. I, I wonder if, if Instagram and Snapchat... <laughs> And Facebook for the oldies around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, blackout. Definitely, definitely Instagram. Definitely blackout Instagram. for the next month. Mm-hmm. How's it How different How's it is your you, life? You would see a rise in smoking. I think you would see a rise in alcoholism. I think you would see 
Because it's like we say, these are vices. So the you think that people vice. will just go to different addictions? They'll find different addictions. Yeah. They'll find other things. Maybe depression would be up, anxiety would be up, suicidality right. would be up, or, or mm-hmm. the opposite, a healthier person might be like, wow. Right. You know, you ever do this? You ever like have somebody sing your story and you decide that you care too much that that person sees your story. So then you block that, that person from seeing it. Cause you don't want to mm. be controlled by that name showing up. Yeah. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. is it sort of like not as pleasurable to post? Even though you, <laughs> cause they now like, cause they don't now don't know, see you, it. you know, yeah. Don't know you're having a better so life. So you are. did that to be a healthier version of yourself. It's a struggle. But that's a healthy adaptation because you realize that it, it means too much to you in an unhealthy well, way. Well, can you tell that to, well, you know, yeah, I mean, we, we, yeah, tell that to like girls out there that we've dated. They they do mm-hmm. this. They block oh, us. Yeah. Why? Why do we need to? Why? Have they? Well, why? it could be so many different reasons, why? but going on this, you know, thought, yeah, maybe they don't want to care that you're looking. They don't want to care. Mm-hmm. I don't, don't want to care that certain people are looking. So I was a block. I don't, I'm not blocking them because I don't like you. I, I'm blocking you because I care too much about somebody that mm, I shouldn't care that much about. Mm. I mm. shouldn't care that so you So she see cares. That. She cares about I'd agree. I went on like a... That's why I blocked you, IJ. I've been on like you a too. social media you detox too. for like, I don't even know. It's been like a week what, and a half. What happened? Tell well, us about no, it. No, but you went on today. I went on for... Because I, I saw one thing. Mostly, okay, I haven't fine. been spending as much okay. time on there. That's true. I, I thought I was on I for that I can't back them up. Why did you... People, it's been me, you're messaging. Why did you decide to do the detox? I felt like it It just had too much place in my, it was like too much place in my life. Like, exactly. You know, if I'm at work and I'm bored and I have nothing going on, I would just hit it, like just reactively and look. And I'm like, it's Hold filling on a the empty spaces. Yeah. I'm like, I don't need this to fill. I could find other things right. to take People it on. People do place. that with coffee and cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, I went off caffeine too, but like I needed other things. I, I, it was too much at once. You're willing to face. Yeah these things happen. oh and the first couple of days right being off caffeine especially being off yeah. instagram too the first couple of days was like hold on a second and now it's like it's very much second age it's like yeah hold on a second like i wasn't really on that much yeah like i even looked i was spending like less than a half hour on there yeah per day mm-hmm. like really like 25 minutes but it's the amount of times i would hit it just yeah. out of necessity yeah or out of function yeah. and it's just it's like oh, hold on i have a brain again like i can think again I could choose. Things are clear. I can choose what I like to do. I can sit and watch a three-hour movie again without having I'm, to I'm interrupt ha- myself. I'm, I'm, I'm proud actually of you, appreciate man. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Reading that's books. Awesome. So here's somebody that's things. willing to look at your life yeah. and say, what am I doing <laughs> that's getting in the way of me really living the life I want to live? That What right. am I doing that's just me on autopilot? It's like, where are you giving? Where are you putting your enjoyment? Is it inward? Is it in your what you produce? Or is it what you consume? Yeah. And if it's what you consume, then you're letting your enjoyment sort of be taken over by various other sources. Yeah. And that's not the type of life that you want to live. Like, uh, at least I don't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And there, there's consumption enjoyments too. No, you know? Of course. But, but in terms of your daily life and the things that you're doing most <clears throat> of the time, not mm-hmm. the things that you're doing some of the time. Yeah, exactly. You want to make sure that they're, they're, they're healthy for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I would say, I think the people that are the least happy are the people that are just, generally spending their time just consuming things that are you know not good for them or not good for their brain not good for their mindset consuming thoughts that aren't good for their mind you know focusing on either people who have wronged them or you know i know for myself when i've been in the places that i've been at my worst in mentally the times that i've been there have been when i was totally focused on somebody else was just consuming my mind like for no apparent reason. Right. You know what I mean? So could we wrap this back in to talking about when you were saying about how <clears> sometimes <throat> giving up vices, like yeshiva bachrim that give up vices and then go straight into a relationship and then the mm-hmm. relationship becomes that type of codependent, unhealthy thing. Yeah. Right? So that's you sort of putting it out there that you have been in relationships that, that served you in unhealthy ways. That felt, yeah, definitely was in uh, codependent relationships. Was the that, and that was one something I really had to learn is that, yeah, I can I can treat the relationship just like I can treat being on social media, just like I can treat like a caffeine addiction, just <laughs> like I can treat you know a checking my email for work addiction. I can treat it in a way that like it doesn't necessarily consume 
my mind or it's not something so, that's totally prevalent and it doesn't so me, it doesn't impact my action. Let me ask you, Avery. Yeah. Where's that gotten you? Where's that gotten you? Um, and I and I, I know yeah. that's that's a meaning like I get that and good for you and it's you know, awesome. I'm happy you had a good run. Mm-hmm. But most people, it's a lifetime struggle. In relationships? And I think for yourself also. I think you're kind of maybe overselling where... I'll tell you where you it's... Know, you, you had that weak <laughs> high five. Yeah. I had a I had a weak also. I'm not, but um, I want the perspective of... Because I feel like, you know, you're an open-minded fella. I'm an open-minded fella. Mm-hmm. We, know, we know you are very open-minded. Holy shit. But what about, like, these small-minded people? Or are they small-minded? But, like, what can they do? So we have listeners, they're listening, and they're thinking, um, you know, I, you know that, that's, that's all nice, but I'll never, I'll never go out with a guy who, like, drinks too much at Kiddush Club. I'm never going to go out with a guy who, you know, obsessed with social media, whatever it is, smoking, drinking. What, what can your message be to these people? You know, what, what could your message be? How can, you know, can we enlighten them? Enlighten them. Enlighten in, them, in, yeah. Enlighten them. Well, enlighten them, enlighten. <laughs> just let's say enlighten them. I don't know. Let's just say yeah. lighten them. Reverse up. brainwash. Reverse brainwash, yeah. How's that? Yeah. yeah. Like that's what worked. Honestly, if you think about it, that's what worked for our grandparents, that everyone smoked, everyone drank. All the vices were, were, were do- like those were a given. No one was like, you better, do, you know, stop this. You better stop that. But like, and, and here we are, yeah. here we are. Oh. Yeah. And some of the more dangerous advices are actually socially acceptable while some yeah. that are just not so crazy, <laughs> not so crazy, have yeah. a really bad rep. Yeah. So we need to think for ourselves. We need to ask ourselves, why do we care about this? Because society cares about this. Is there a fear? Is this behavior always indicative of that fear? We need mm-hmm. to ask ourselves mm-hmm. that, right? Like I was very clear about smoking because it grosses me out. It's not, I don't, if it didn't, I think most girls, <laughs> right? If it didn't gross me out, maybe I, you know, I th- then maybe it'd have the health layer on it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm very health conscious. I need somebody that's in line with that because I just, I, I need that. I want well, that. health conscious in that sense. In that sense, I don't you want know. my children around that. I don't want around that. You know, I don't want to be around that. I've um, recently asked a client to mind if they don't mind not to vape on the couch during oh. session. Mm-hmm. That was me. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I, I, Strawberry I, banana. It's a good flavor. That's not, that's, that is a relationship, a relationship that I have with a client that I needed to ask them to not do something Strong, for yeah. me that's as good. a gift to me yeah. because I felt like it could negatively impact my health. Good for um, you. Good. So I feel the same way in, in a dating relationship. I really like you. Here's what's up. Mm-hmm. Is this something <laughs> that you can stop? How much of a part of your life is it? What would happen if you did stop? Would it turn into something else? Like, can we have conversations with people? Uh, I wish. Uh, Could we amen. understand what's going on here? No, so we're good. too scared, especially if you're in the shidduch system and it's six dates and you're done. How long do you have to figure that out? You can't for three months just see how the person does off cigarettes. Right. Right, yep. you don't know. I think we're so past that, by the way. The the six dates, uh, you know. Yeah, I think hopefully, it <laughs> especially bad. our audience. Yeah, like but, we know. Okay, we, but we, Hoover, we like I could say, if it comes down to like, it but really just comes down to everyone asking themselves, like, what do you really want to live with, right? Like, what do you really feel before you date anyone, before you're in relationships with anything? It's really what type of life do you see yourself wanting to have? Mm-hmm. You know, like we said, like the workaholic, that can happen if you value something and then all of a sudden you get into that relationship with said workaholic, with said learnaholic, with smokeaholic, you know, and you don't know. And then you end up in relationships that are not true to your values. And that's where the problems start to arise. Right. Definitely. And sometimes you can see that in dating and then you have to deal with that. Right. And sometimes they develop post marriage mm-hmm. for different reasons. Codependent relationships as well. Or so, life gets yeah. difficult in certain ways or your needs aren't being met or you don't feel good about yourself in the parenting space. So you spend more time where you do feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. So many different things. By the way, I want to say having a lot of children can also be a way to get an exemption 
Tell yeah. a good parent. Advice. A good parent. A lot of children, yeah. yeah. So you tell yourself that like, oh, the more children I have. Of course I'm a good mother. I have 10 kids, you know. Right. Or, yeah, yeah. Seen of that. course, then, order episode. you know, I can't give that to every kid. Yeah, my mom has does not have that problem. Two kids. So Two that's kids. not her way of saying that yeah. <laughs> she's a good mom. And another person would maybe be a lawyer. To, right. You know, for that exemption or not. Again, all these things can come from a healthy yeah. place or an unhealthy place. We have to be very... Um, and it could have a accepted positive an accepted like outcome or mm -hmm. a non-accepted outcome you know yeah meaning meaning like it's accepted today if you are you know let's just say okay you're you know your your father's a workaholic works and works this guy works but like that's that's an addiction right there that's his vice it's just working well you have a family you have you know people yeah. so that but it's acceptable Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. not always acceptable. What do you mean? It's it's actually it's it's lauded in the it's lauded. World. Yeah, look yeah, at Elon Musk. Elon goes crazy and learning too. I mean, Musk. I learn see this also. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Learning, you know. In, yeah. I wanted to talk to my dad, but he was you know learning all night. He was and learning all night. Well, yeah. What? Your dad's learning all night. Why? Yeah. He didn't have any time for you. He didn't have no. time. I, I what? And that's Why? it. And like this girl now that's is going to grow up and like she needs the t best learner, but like also honeymoons to Fiji. Or might be so triggered so when her weird. husband takes out a safer for 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Right. Yeah, just like five minutes. Yeah. It's like, why are you yeah. ignoring me? I'm yeah. not ignoring you. It all comes. This is where I'm greatly appreciative of my dad who would. <laughs> and, and maybe the values aren't exactly what everyone would would appreciate, but like he would take me out of school sometimes. Mm. We go to like baseball games together, just like have bonding time. Oh, you know, nice. it was they awesome. I loved it. Yeah. And other kids would be like sitting there studying, like their brains out night after night, every night, like for hours, hours, one hours a night. Horrible. It'd be like, oh my gosh, like I can get, you know, maybe the my grades weren't as good, mm -hmm. but a, a few notches below grades, have a good time, enjoy life. Kids and still make it so work. Fast. It's so you have crazy. so few years to make that impact on your child. Yeah, very so few, yeah. few years. The Torah talks about them. it. Bar mitzvah age. That's it. Twelve for a girl. And even if it's a little longer nowadays. And those are the things that I remember. I think that's when it's too late. Right. I think that's when it's too late. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I, that's, I, I that's, that's when it's too late. That's what I remember as an adult, though. I'm like, I remember when my dad took me to the baseball game. That's amazing. When we met this player, nobody remembers the day that you know you sat and you know sat through a stupid class that you were miserable in. You right. Know, anyway, like what? Right. Or you no studied for that. your math quiz with your dad. No one yeah. remembers that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, unless it was they do. They do. They I remember with that, my tutor and my butler. Yes. You know, not if it was done in an abusive way. Exactly. It was done in a way that is, you know, a responsible, respectful yeah. way of doing it. Oh, I was in the resource room. I wouldn't know. Like it was just <laughs> yeah. special ed. Isaac was know. studying. I can relate. I can Isaac relate was studying with Martina. He's cleaning lady. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. Studying is that what they call Studying, it? Studying, yes. Yeah. No, it's not Martina. It was, uh, Angelina, Angelina, uh, Angelina. Yeah, here. So I mean, I'll make it a little personal. Like, here's the deal. So I feel like I am a smoking libertarian, drinking libertarian. I I like to indulge in all the aspects of life, all these uh, vices and mediums that God has to offer. And you know I'm 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 very well constrained and very well balanced, but sometimes yeah I'll go a little bit over here, go a little bit over there, you know, or at least in my mind I think it might not even really be that much over. And it it's just a shame because you have a, just a generation out there in Shaduchim today these girls who are dating. Because that's why I date girls. But also, I see some guys with it, you know. You do date guys, yes. You know, no, I don't date guys. Well, like, <laughs> we'll go out, like, you know, for a steak, you know, like a bro date. We do, that's we bro I mean. date. That's, that's a sure. No, but, but I see it with the guys because, you know, you go to singles events, you go to these events, and you, you get, you get, like, you get, you get a little keen insight in there. Mm -hmm. And there's just such a, a mis, like, misunderstanding from their perspective of anti this stuff you know anti-fun in my opinion anti-fun anti-pleasure pleasure it's it's pleasure and it's fun it's everything <laughs> and it just sucks because who wouldn't want you know like i my my sisters who are married like you know one has a husband she encourages him drink smoke chill go out with the guy whatever you want to do and like he's just the cleanest guy ever you know and and she's okay with she has to live with that you know, I have another brother-in-law, you know, and then he's partying and he's and he's doing everything I've been saying and and she's chill with it. 
because like at the end of the day, I promise, I know that if you end up with, you know, quote unquote, Mr. Perfect, like what they're, what you're looking for, you're just going to wave so many things. It doesn't matter like this. I don't care. I don't care. Oh, he does that. You know, oh, he's, he's a drinker. Well, you know, at least he lets me know when I know he's got a tr tough childhood problems, whatever. And that's, those are the people who are married. That's who I see. Like Avery does, sees the other half, which there are a lot out there, but the other half I see they're married. But that's very concerning to me, Ajay. And they're understanding. The understanding Why is it coming yeah. from, oh, he had a tough childhood. It's I not get an that abusive way and it's not in a bad way. And, and that's and, yeah. concerning because that's not how you deal with an abusive childhood. I, I'm well, much well, ha happier sure. with you saying <laughs> he likes to have a good time with the guys every once in a while and he drinks. Well, that's okay, fine. fine. Okay, okay. So that's what they're saying. Yes. Okay. That's what they're saying. I don't want to hear the, he had a tough childhood. I get that he drinks. They don't no. say that. They don't say that. They would never say that. And who would? But they know that. They know, okay, yeah, look, I, I get it. Like, he had an issue with that. Like, this guy, you know, there's a guy I go to for Shabbos a lot, and he gets very high, you know, likes to hit the bong. And I don't know. Sometimes it's like, I don't know. But, like, the wife just, she gets it. It's this guy's stressed, the job. And she looks at it just like that. Like, you know, I'm happy he can have a nice time. Of course, when I go when I go to the, a wedding and they're there, he's sober. <laughs> you know, he's sobered up, this guy. But, yeah, when it's Shabbat, they want to chill. And I think it's prevalent. I, I mean, I go away a lot. I see it yeah. in a lot of people's it's very houses. Prevalent. And, they again, is care. it adding to your enjoyment of life? Right. Sometimes yes and sometimes no. Or is it no. getting right. in sometimes, the way? Some, some family. Sometimes I see the girls, like, very just really, oh, my God. Like, we, we know someone. Mm-hmm. We know someone who uh, who's had that, who's had that, and like she's like, all right, we gotta, we got I'm figuring, and she had to figure it out, and she's like, no more parties, no mm. more this, and she handled it, and the poor guy, like I feel like no, like he he he's suffering from it. it yeah, that's absolute wrong not, way to deal. Right, with it's not the relationship not that right I would want to have. We know that. Yeah, <laughs> we talk, but. My, my question to him would be like, let's bring him into the room right now, right? Bring him in right so, now. <laughs> so come, come, hey, So Jimmy. what's going on, not Jimmy? Not Jimmy. Uh, we have a friend, Jimmy, actually. Somewhere. Friday afternoon. Let's say Sean. We don't have Sean. a friend, Sean. Yeah. Shawnee. So Friday afternoon, you're getting home from work, a little hectic in the house. You go, <laughs> you go shower, you get ready for Shabbos, and you take a hit because why? Be Sean. Because... Well, because it's quick, you know, like, you know, like you need it. You need, you to, need like, it. The oh, because it, beco it becomes which that. I don't like. I don't like. No, that. what are you reaching for? For what? A if little fix, a quick fix. A quick fix. What are you fixing? Oh, a what? Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. just, let's say you know he needs a hit. For what? The relationship stress. The, oh right. Oh, okay. Parenting it's, it's stress. Very the parental right transition. Now? I mean, transitioning from my work week into my home yeah. space. I mean, that's what'd be for me. Over the transition, a weekend, but I don't do that. Without without TV and Netflix and phone oh, or whatever. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. going to be stressful. Well, I, I don't need even help. think that. Mostly mm -hmm. being with the family. That's what I see. Right, but tonight, over yeah. demanded. I think is something. Feeling like, over demanded. Oh, I like that. In demand. Yeah. So if you're high, it's like every nice high. You're, you, doesn't matter right so you're right you feel, first of you all because you don't care it's like you now have chill. control over what you feel like people have control over you right in the other sense could it be a boss right could it be a wife right could it be manipulative parents could it right. be your children right. those things can have control <laughs> and i've we've all seen it right have control mm -hmm. over your actions yeah. boss crazy boss yeah i have to work till so 10 so you're high so what happens to people's demands of you is it that you don't care that they're being so demanding mm -hmm. or it's that they're excusing you because you're high so there's less demand i think it's they don't care they don't care they just don't care as much okay anymore. so basically instead of saying high, you know, to your to, instead of sitting down with your wife on a quiet tuesday afternoon after the kids are in bed and saying listen finding it really hard transitioning from my work week into the like chaotic stress of that like Arab Shabbos Friday like mm -hmm. demands on me mm. can we talk that out yeah okay so Amen. so and I'm a living example of that because I have um Arab Shabbos trauma I'm an Arab Shabbos trauma survivor Shabbos anxiety I, I was oh, just I explaining not anxious. it to a conference uh -uh. I was telling a conference I am not anxious okay Arab Shabbos was always like Shabbos is coming 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. everybody's a way we running, were yeah. and yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. do things. And did you do all your things? And, and running in the shower, and there's no hot water. And what did you? Why didn't you shower? Now I have to. Sh- yeah, you you had a lot of sisters. Okay. I remember right? Oh my! Said that. I I don't know if my mother was anxious. My my mother probably had the anxiety which led to my trauma. That's where it was. Like you understand that's, that's her anxiety she, traumatized mm-hmm. me. Yeah. She tra- traumatized. And yeah. my mom deals with her anxiety. Sorry. Hi mom. Um, <laughs> by 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 getting really busy. So she yeah. wants everyone else to yeah. get very busy with yeah. her, and get I don't want to get, get very busy. Did, did you put the soup up? Right. Oh, no, take the garbage out. Oh, no, 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 no. Right. And I can't handle I that. I, I want to go into house. my room and lock the door and never come out never, because yeah. of that energy. Okay. Oh my God. So if I, I was, you. if I had edibles back then, mm-hmm. I'd probably be popping yeah. them because I can't deal with this. If you had a cell phone back then, right? Which you did not. But guess what? I'm an adult now, and I still have some remnants of this trauma and yeah. guess what i have done i mean some of holy shits might know this because i'm always living my way home from work literally five minutes before i come into my house from my practice at candlelight mm. because i have Arab shabbos trauma mm-hmm. that is the way that i've adapted my life is that i work up until this month mm-hmm. got it and I don't have to. You're have being proactive. No, yeah, again, 100%. is that unhealthy? 100%. We can take a look. I well, can, I, you know, I would, I would jump in. I respect. I'm happy you're, you could talk about. It. Yeah, effing kidding me. I would have rather my parents, sisters, siblings do that, right? Than, than torture everyone, did, right? Because I was, I was tortured, yeah. Yeah. right? Or I could I come home at, you know, at kids running around the house, or I can come home at two p.m. Oh my god, and oh my make god, myself a, a gin and tonic so that I can deal with the rest of my afternoon. Right? Oh my god, yeah. So do you yeah. see how we can choose? And yeah. you know how what's to adapt? and what's what's tough is that you try to speak to the small-minded in this area, yeah, and you know, I, I, it is tough to approach them because. I tell you know I've told them like hey you got to calm down like you know mm-hmm. especially now because I'm I'm at a stage where you know all my siblings are married and they have spouses yeah and nothing's changed nothing's changed <laughs> I feel like so yeah. what I yeah like you know I, it was a few weeks ago my my body belonged to the to the IJ fam you know Shabbos reunion yeah I I just I did very similar like I came back as late as I could just mm. relax Sh- and after the shower I went into my room headphones went on mm-hmm. I set a timer mm-hmm. I'm in you know two minutes for Shabbos for you and, and I, I, I was like, children I can't this. the best thing would have been to be like Kevin in Home Alone mm. where like everyone runs <laughs> runs around yeah. goes crazy yeah, and you just laugh yeah. and you're like oh, okay. Yeah, like quiet. it's fine. Like Kevin, and you just have the best time. Yeah, just, don't feel. Don't I, even. My message to the singles <laughs> out there, to the shids, to our shids, like don't let Yiddishkeit or morals or whatever get in the way of trying to fix or treat this like traumatic, emotional, you know, uh, problem mm-hmm. that you can. Trace your vice too. Exactly. Trace your trigger too. Exactly. Don't. The way to start, and any Rav will tell you, I've been to Rebbeim about certain problems like this, certain issues, and they say you start. You start with the training wheels on. You start with the. We're gonna. You get a rebirth. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna pretend you're you know yeah. five years old now, and yeah. and we're yeah. gonna work your way up. Yeah. From and, there. and you know, as I'm talking, I think you're helping me clarify this, guys. Like. If I can say to my husband, listen, I, I, I'm realizing something about myself. When I'm home on Arab Shabbos, I am super triggered and anxious. Yeah. And I'm realizing it's because of how it used to be in my house. So mm-hmm. let's work that out. Like, yeah. should I come home later? Yeah. Like, should we get extra help on Fridays? Should we schedule our, like, the stuff that needs to get done for Shabbos? Should we schedule that on a different day, not Friday? If you can find the source... Talk it out with a partner mm-hmm. and come to a resolution together. Then whatever you decide to do in order to tackle that is healthy generally. Yeah. If yeah. it's if you yeah. don't know why you're doing that and you can't talk to your partner about that and you're sort of just unconsciously drugging this feeling that you don't want to approach in any way, yeah. whether it's staying at work too late, mm-hmm. drinking, mm-hmm. smoking, pornography whatever your thing is starbies being a label whore shopping too much but we're talking let me tell you but we're also talking to the people out there who maybe don't have a thing and give that guy give that girl an opportunity and and yeah be the savior be the savior right so what's that's the the one thing that the shotgun would all oh don't be a savior 
F that. Be a savior because or you're going to find an amazing person behind that be a, those troubles. Be a listener. Listener, yeah. You don't have to even save the guy. You don't have, but by mm-hmm. save by listening, save yourself you by know? giving guys a, a opportunity to yeah. present what they're doing, and you figure out <laughs> yeah. are they is it a treat or a yeah. treatment? Yeah, I yeah. think I think a, a guy smoking a cigar is is hot. I think it's good energy, good masculine I'll, energy. I'll, I'll put it out. I'll mm-hmm. push it even further. Thank you, but I'll push it even further. Like I will tell you. I was seeing a girl, and this was a very, exactly what you said, traumatically brought on uh, thing, not with smoking, actually, but with the vaccine, you know? Mm. And let me tell you, like, I, we tried talking it out. We did, we, we tried, but, um, like, I look back at it, and I said, you know, wow, like, I know that. I could have handled it differently. I think she could have handled it differently. But as this, as like the, the partner, you know, the spouse, the partner, like the girl at the time was the one who's struggling with it. And, and that's something that I relate to these other vices we're talking about. Oh, like everyone needed to get vaxxed and, you know, she'll shoot anyone up. (laughs) She'll like, she'll, yeah. And, and, you know, I was like a little hesitant, you know, and then uh, you're like, hit me, baby, one more time. No, literally, and yeah, yeah. like, I, I did. I like, let's talk no, about this. I could this. relate to that oh, because let me in. Yeah, what is it? And it's such a different. But both parties have to consent. It's it. That's it. Like, yeah, to they, anything. You can't. You just don't block it out. Don't be stupid. And I will apologize to myself at least, and just say, you know, what? like maybe I should have had a little bit more care. I think I did, mm-hmm. but more, even more crazy because. Like that's what we're saying here. What's the alternative? The alternative is you be, is you staying single, is you being alone, is you dying alone. Avery's couch with his cats. Dying alone. Mm-hmm. That's the name of one of my WhatsApp chats. You're gonna die <laughs> no alone. Way. Probably going. And to and, and let's just Probably. be real. Like everybody has something. So find out what that something is and see if yeah. you could deal with it. Mm-hmm. I agree. So we're gonna get to our closing. Um, I have this great video. I just want to play. It's like a quick minute. Okay. Smoking. This is between is that, is that? this is between the Lakewood shot Hunnam. Okay. This is the big OGs right here. Mm-hmm. And let's see a little bit what they say. Let's drive in. That, uh, something that's uh, that people care about here. So I tell you, I grew up you know, my father smoked. I am still a little this older. Is the Lakewood shot so Hunnam I'm right still here. part of the generation that all our, a lot of our bane smoked and a lot of our parents smoked. You know, by us, it was always normal. How old are you, Rupsalik? You're not that old. I'm in my, my mid-40s. And, um, I, you know, so to me, I didn't, you know, it was always a healthy outlook. I mean, a healthy outlet a little bit, if you want to call it healthy. And, uh, a healthy outlet? It's a joke. It's, 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 it's I, I'm not like I'm so with this guy. With um, there are people that are very hyper about it. Most boys in America do stop after they get married. Therefore, I advise people not to make this thing about it. If it's a boy that he loses pack a day, and this whole thing is ridiculous. How dare you? I'm sorry. If he's married, that could be a problem. But most boys that 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 when they're bucking, they smoke and they're just all there. The bucker smokes three, four cigarettes a day. The caller side asks you if he smokes. Are you gonna? What are you gonna say? I mean, I would say he's a healthy guy. He'll take a cigarette when he needs it. And and I'll say the other way: a boy that never took a cigarette. That's you. This is you. Chasaron. This is not my law. It's a chasaron. It's a chasaron. All your friends are smoking. I never took a cigarette in my life. Neither did I. Okay. Well, you're a weirdo. Okay. Ij, what's not being said in this video? Let me see if you guys can join me here. Yeah. Avery. Yeah. What is not being said in this video explicitly? What is not being said? I mean, they're not talking about any reasons behind why these kids are smoking, and they're not talking about anything. Why would they say that most Bahrams stop smoking once they get married? What are they not saying? Come on, bring they're it. They're nervous yeah. about dating. Nope. No. They. They're smoking because. because they're, They're sexually married. deprived. <laughs> sexual frustration. That's what... Why are you laughing? That's exactly what they're saying in the video. If, if marriage... Yeah. If marriage takes away the sm- need to smoke, what's being added to their life besides stress? A different addiction. Sex. Mm-hmm. So they're smoking mm-hmm. because they are single guys right, and they're not right. they're not getting their sexual needs met so what are they supposed to do so that's a healthier alternative than sleeping around or pornography or this or that whatever 
That's mm-hmm. exactly what they're saying. Might they be right? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The company sounds ridiculous. I think I don't think they're lying about what the person smokes, how much he smokes or doesn't smoke, and asking being asked about an introduction is a nice, a proper way yeah, to uh, and also maybe, to send off people. Yeah, <laughs> it goes underground after marriage, maybe. Yeah, Bachram stops smoking. Maybe it's true. There could be there. Listen, I married a guy that stopped smoking. When but he, he was a Bachram. No, he was uh, yeah. twenty four. But he was, um, you know, from that, you know, sh- sh- Illinois, right? And it's a Bucker town. They stopped smoking. He wasn't. The double no. life with your family yeshiva. in Mexico begins. Yeshiva. But anyway, I was just nah. saying, yeah. No, he wasn't a yeshiva Bucker, but it, like I, that happened to me. So I can't make so much fun about it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a living, you know, example of that happening it happened. to me. My dad, it, it same was thing. My dad was a smoker and yeah. my mom didn't know. And how did that work? And that's why once he quit, that's the why he came on. You know, like that's, yeah. if anyone wanted the why, that's no. yeah. But like, listen, uh, you know, let's see what the what everyone has to say about this. I mean, it's obviously yeah. a hot topic. People are going to have different angles about it. Yeah. We're here to talk about how to get married, how to not let your you know preconceived notions about certain things that are labeled okay or not okay, bad or good, kosher mm-hmm. or not kosher, to think for yourself yeah. and to not be scared to visit these type of conversations with somebody that you like to get to the bottom of it and to see if there's a different way that it could be worked out. Where's it coming from? And if the person has a healthy perspective on it, I personally like somebody that knows how to enjoy themselves. I want a very fun, exciting, pleasurable life. And Mm -hmm. if a guy doesn't know how to enjoy themselves, uh, that's going to suck for me. Um, Do I want them drugging themselves with anything because they're not confronting (laughs) something else? No. Aside from your love, Exactly. That's that's it. Aside from our love, that's I know. It. On that note, speaking about <laughs> love, it's time for you know this love fest here mm. to to part. I have a great song for um, to, to end off. Yeah, with. we do. What? Yeah, yeah. What's that? Yeah. Um. So you know, we're gonna get to our ending. Just a moment here. I thought that was the ending. Oh uh, no, it's a it's a it's a prelude it's into the pre-ending. The <laughs> hey yo, episode sixty-two is in the books. I wanted to uh, thank Avery and I wanted to thank um, Ahuva, holy shit, for coming on. It was... Uh, thank yourself, you know that. What? What happened? Thank yourself. I th- thank, thank myself. I thank you, Avery and I. Thank you. Thank you, But it's Avery okay, we won't, we'll leave the third person. Stuff. Well, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> what's going on here? I'm like, I'm like texting... My mother and I'm and and my boss is emailing me. I, I, I yeah. Anyway, yeah. sixty two in the books, Maroon Five for you. Holy shit! Thank you for coming on. Thanks. For uh, thanks for being real. Thanks for wearing your yes. shit merch. Uh, I got the shit merch. Everyone buy this hat. It's a, one. Of the, I'm not kidding you. It it's hot. an amazing hat. Adios. And I I'm t- I went to Israel. Mm-hmm. Girls were like, that, oh my god. Really? Are, they're like, Monsieur. Shouldn't I have put like home. one of those like barcode? Thing? What are they called? The square ones nowadays? Where you can uh, barcode. Barcode on the back, so anyone who sees it can just it. sort of oh. like take a picture of it from the back, and it'll be Gen like, boom. Gen three. Okay, okay. next oh, edition, like second edition. It's having a barcode yes. on the back. Yes. Or oh. maybe your bio should show up when they scan your barcode. Oh, I like that. I like that. So um, yeah, um, you could follow this this lovely lady here at holy underscore underscore shit. Underscore underscore, you can follow me. Underscore underscore, no underscore. That's just I check. Okay, <laughs> yeah. as I end off, happy face, smiley face, silly face. This is a nobody talk shidduchim podcast. Smoking face. Alchi's Media Network. <laughs>